Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You can do that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I got it here. You You can finish the deal. We can just let it go, whatever you want to do, man. But I'm not messing with that, bro. Exactly. Mullen just reached in and said, uh, tell Harry PETA is on line one. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. Tell him to get in line. <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah, I, I think you're off on that whole sh- – I agree with Mullen here on the text board. I think you're off on this whole shooting fish with a 12-gauge. I don't think that's a normal occurrence. Some people do, man. Was on the boat I was on. Well, hold on. I'm not saying you don't don't shoot a fish. Like, I've seen that before. Remember, there's that famous scene in The Office where Ed Helms explains awkwardly, of course, how he sniped some fish off of the Cape in uh, up in Boston. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. If you shoot anything with a 12 gauge, you'll be picking out buckshot bird seed for hours. So you're not trying to eat the shark. You're just trying to not get bitten yourself why not just shoot it with like a rifle like a one bullet thing you know like one bullet to the head should be enough why are you arguing about this (laughs) i'm arguing on behalf of the people the people have you seen have you seen that um you seen that uh that alligator uh the show where they um go down they're down south in louisiana and Mm -hmm. they go alligator and they alligator hunting fishing whatever you want to call it and they'll catch it they'll actually catch it with a, a a hook on a tree mm-hmm. and once it you know once they get it they pull the line in and then they take and shoot it in the top of the head mm-hmm. and you can only do it for like you can only have like i think like a hundred tags or something like that, or 80 tags and what you get each season mm-hmm. to get you know and that's how they get paid they don't work all summer they just i mean uh all year they just do this for this short amount of time and that's how they make their living wow alligators hunters i, I forget what it's called i've man. never Great seen it but i've heard about it yeah what college games are you eyeing here, Aton? Penn State, Indiana, first and foremost. Oh yeah, yeah, six and a half points mm-hmm. seems tight, but these guys I, had a week of padded practice. That's it. I took Indiana last year against Penn State. I want to say it was like a two touchdown uh, thing, and I I got to check. I forget. I think Indiana covered that game. I tell you, man, they I, play I, Penn State tough. 
and Penn State has Ohio State the next game. Oh, a little look ahead. Uh, I think so. I think so. How can you not look ahead? That's the game. It's right. The season. It happens to be week two for you. I think I think Penn State is in trouble, man. Why is it at? Well, they lost their leading rusher from last year. Right. They lost um they lost um why am I blanking on Parsons? Micah Parsons, their best linebacker. He's going to the NFL. He opted out. Yeah, he opted out, right. Uh, yeah, that defensive lineman went in the first round from there also. I don't know if Sean Clifford had has has enough time under his belt. I just I don't know. This could be one of those years where like Franklin is such a great recruiter and he's bringing talent in and talent in. And there's always an issue or two on the field. This might be where you like you can't afford to have a slow start. But I just I don't know. I mean, I could see them going one and one beating Indiana, losing Ohio State, but but barely beating Indiana by like a field goal. But I think they've beaten them six straight. Indiana? Penn, Penn State's won six straight. Yeah. Yeah. But what's has it? Well, been? last year, 34-27. So that was, uh, and I think they were getting two touchdowns, Indiana. So that was a cover. Thirty-three uh, twenty-eight the year before. So that was probably a cover. Forty-five fourteen is a Penn State cover. Forty-five thirty-one might have been a Penn State cover. It was on the road, so it probably was. Twenty-nine seven thirteen seven. A lot of these games are pretty close. Hmm. Should tell you something, man. This team, this. I mean, it's still you got Penn State always loses running backs, though, and they they just reload running backs. You know, yeah. Who, who do you like? Who do, who do you like? Uh, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh. I took Pitt last week, and they covered for me without their quarterback against Miami. Notre Dame looked like garbage. Dude. Yeah, they looked yeah. terrible. That's why I said it. You know, and then uh, that Ian uh, Book stinks. He's another <laughs> overhyped Notre Dame player. They love hyping those. Players. Oh God! Uh, Remember when Deshaun Kaiser was going to be the next Donovan McNabb? Right, right, he right. Stinks. Where is he at now? I don't know. He might be in the still in the league. I, is he Green Bay? He might be. If he's a Green Bay, he's never going to play. No. Well, I think you're right. He man. was. I think he was a Green Bay. I think he played he a little bit. He was in Cleveland too. Uh, I don't Deshaun think Kaiser. I'm sure somebody is already hitting us up here now. He's with the Raiders. Oh, he was with the Raiders. Right, but he's not anymore. He's not. I don't think he's in the league. I think his last year. No, his last year was. No, he's 2019-2020, it says here, with the Raiders. That's last year. This is 2020-21. Oh. But he didn't play. Resigned to the Raiders practice squad September 7, 2020. Released on September 30th. Oh. He didn't play. And and that's just that's just a Mayock thing, bringing in a Notre Dame guy because he loves right. Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. He went to BC, but yet he's, he favors Notre Dame. I don't get it. <laughs> Your Notre Dame love is craziness. Here we go. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. Set your system's volume control for slightly above the normal listening level. Let's go. Second level thinking is defined as looking beyond the easy, obvious conclusions. You've got to do some smart thinking. Welcome to the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network, a show where we go beyond the box score. Presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. 
here's Aton Shander. A lot of action right now on the two fishes. It's the battle of the tuna. Yeah. <laughs> and Harry Mays on the middle. And I think we've got ourselves an old-fashioned shoot-down, man, or showdown, I guess it is. Shootout, showdown, whatever the hell this term is, at the Fisher. Now, think of this. This is like one of those fishing shows mm -hmm. where you each go out on your own boat. I think you're allowed the equivalent of a caddy, right? You're allowed a, a number two on those. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. And it's just you fish around the river and try and pick up the biggest tuna out there. Mm -hmm. and, I, I don't know. Well, you, you, can't, in you, can't, yeah, you can't go in a river. <laughs> How many times has Aton been fishing, Barrett? He just said <laughs> get a tuna in the river. Well, look, I'm I'm painting a picture here. <laughs> All right. It doesn't have to be a Rembrandt or anything like that. It, it can be a more global depiction of fishing. Whatever the hell you'd catch in a river. Snapper? Okay. I don't know. But you well, if you go in the river, then you'll you'll catch catfish. You know, yeah. maybe maybe stripers during the, during uh you know when they're when they're going up to to have babies, man. You know when they're spawning, and then uh, I mean you got crappie bass. You know, let's go in a, let's go in a lake and get a nice bass. Right there, you go. Right. I'm good okay. with that. And hey. you know what I do when I go exactly. You know when I go playing golf, mm -hmm. that's what I do. I like to go fishing while I play golf. So I might stay for three holes at that one lake right or a little one little pond Wait a there. second you're putting a line in the water hazard <laughs> yes sir you take my ball i'm taking your fish <laughs> there's no way you were allowed to get away with that at the jaws charity tournament that you played on monday well if it's jaws tournament i mean if it's jaws's course i can do it because jaws isn't going to say anything about me fishing out there imagine, like you pull up on 14 what and there's yeah. barrett brooks fishing or what what like guppy i got a telescope rod i got a telescope hole that i that i keep in my my golf bag you know it's just like people had a little telescope thing to get yeah. your balls out of the water the golf right. balls out of the water We're well back. i have a i have a fishing pole that i you know and i Go catch me a couple bass. So I bring you over to the 1912 club, and you, I'm, we're on the 11th hole. There's a water hazard you got to clear. It's called Lake Weikert is what we call it, okay? So you're going to whip out your telescoping fishing pole. Well, all I'm going to say is this, Harry. They might take your membership messing with me. <laughs> they might. So I'll be out there fishing. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. No, wow. That's a lot, man. Jeez. I mean, it, see, I, I I told you guys. You you said, well, Barrett, you gotta be real when you're on this show. <laughs> I want the realness of you. I, I'm giving you what I am, man. I'm I'm not holding anything back. What you see is what you get. I'm a common dude. I like to do common things. Wow. Fishing on a golf course is not common, though. You realize that at least, right? You take my ball. I'm gonna take a bass. You take my ball. I'm taking a bass. Period. Wow. Unbelievable. One time I caught a frog, man. A damn bullfrog bit my uh <laughs> bit my lure. I couldn't believe it. A damn frog, man. You know, I, I could just imagine uh, Barrett at some nice place that has a koi pond, uh, Eitan, <laughs> and you got these nice kois in there, you know, if, and, and Barrett, all of a sudden, you leave him alone for five minutes, he's out there fishing the koi out of your pond. <laughs> no, Harry, this is the worst part. Hey, Eitan, this is the worst, man. So, uh, there's a little guy, you know, little white dude, you know, he wants to say something to me so bad, like, you know, put the fishing rod up, you know, get it back on your damn cart and get out of here. He mm -hmm. wants to say it so bad, but he's so scared, man. I turn around, <laughs> look at him, and I fish for it. You know, I throw the pole out one more time, and I look at him. I say, damn, I feel bad, man. Let me go ahead and get out of here. So, <laughs> wow. I say, sorry about that, dog. And I, you know, get it. 
going my way, man. That's he really, he the really wants to learn on this show, Aton. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot believe that that was that's even in somebody's mind to start fishing in at a water hazard. Oh, those are all man-made anyway. Well, Glenn, Glenn Foley does it all the time. Uh, does well, he? Glenn all the time. He's notorious for it. Man, insane. <laughs> insane. Wow. You realize that this is insanity, right? Absolute well, I mean, insanity. like I said, man, some people smoke cigarettes. Me, it's fishing. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, you have your addictions, man. I, You know, it's just, just what I do, man. Get this thing back on course, Aton, please. <laughs> fishing is a sport. I mean, get it back to the Eagles, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got 40 seconds before we're back on the network. So oh, okay. Yeah. Good luck. We see what uh, Ball 316 says. No way is that. Sharks are weak versus pressure tanks and bullets. And Roy Scheider in Jaws. <laughs> Great. Let's get a look at these fish one more time for everybody. This is Barrett's big-ass tuna. And this is Harry's big-ass tuna. Did you eat yours there? That's what we're know. Did you eat Oh, yours? yeah. How oh, yeah. that thing is. We really need shotgun bullets in it. <laughs> well, you, but you have to. Oh, but you have here to. Go, here we go. Hold on. Scratching beneath the surface. It's the second level on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Chander. Alongside Barrett Brooks, Aton Chander, Harry Mays, of course. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. All sports map radio platforms. We broadcast live locally from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios here in Philadelphia. And Harry wants me to bring it back on track because we've gone so far into the, no pun intended, but we've gone so far into the deep end with fishing. It's a Wednesday. All right. It's, it's a midday during the week of an NFL season where there's nothing pressing that is taking us away from this thing that erupted on the show. It, it wasn't planned by any means. No. I, on this little aside, brought up this small story of this guy in Georgia who caught a record 110-pound catfish. So, blue cat. It's a blue, blue catfish. Cat. Yes, thank yeah, you for cat. being more specific. A blue yeah. cat. And that's exactly what happened is Barrett came in and checked me on the type of catfish. Harry starts telling stories, regaling us of what it's like to catch a fish with your arm covered in that stuff and you reach down and then it just developed into, well, I caught a tuna and I caught a tuna. So we put them <laughs> up for everybody to watch here. Now, to be fair, this thing can take over the final 50 minutes of the show with ease, unless we do something like bring back the whole Mike McCarthy thing. Now I, I know if we talked about this a little bit in the first hour, but now there's another tweet that's come out where McCarthy and this, according to, James Slater and others, McCarthy is calling his own players out as a teaching moment to come talk to him instead of going to the media. And I, I don't know. It, it just it seems like a trap to me. It seems like Mike McCarthy is so brand new. He's getting exposed that it would be a trap here trying to lure people into his office one on one. And say, oh, so you have a problem with me, huh? And he's just writing something down. The player's like, hey, coach, what are you writing down right there? What, what, what's that right there? Oh, no, no, no. I, I forgot. I need to pick up a bushel of apples yeah. on my way home. And, and then, all right, I'll see you later. And then six weeks at the you know end of the season, that guy's cut or something mm -hmm. along those lines. It just feels like a trap that McCarthy is setting right now. 
Well, he 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 trapped the owner. He trapped the owner and getting the job. He conned the owner. Yeah, he conned. He said, "Oh, you, I watched every snap you guys did, and uh, and then it comes out, you know, oh, I I only watched what we've been watching just before we came out here. I'm like, how do you do that? How do you lie to the owner? And he keeps you around. You know, it's it's, it's just a bad some bad mojo going on down there in Dallas. How do you think Aaron Rodgers is reacting to this? You know, loving you, it. You know, seeing this because uh, obviously McCarthy and he you know, we're at, at one point, you know, went the opposite direction. At this think, point, he's thinking, yeah, he's, 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 you know, smiling in his own way, even though he got his ass kicked this week, mm-hmm. he's still smiling in his own way. Like he, see, I told you guys, this, this guy's terrible. He's a terrible coach. You know, it was because of me that this team went as far as it did. They won a championship, not because of his coaching, but because of me. Mm-hmm. It's a great point though, about Rogers. I mean, think about it. Rogers constantly gets ripped or people talk about him in a negative light that have played with him that are no longer there. We've seen teammates currently with him, not right now, but I'm saying at the time with him, say some stuff. Next thing you know, there's a breakup. That player is no longer there. And for somebody who I think, and it's crazy, but if we remember, we go back to those conversations we had when McCarthy was still there. McCarthy got way too much of a benefit of the doubt simply because it was almost well-believed that everybody hated Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, well, come on. Yeah, how can Mike McCarthy work with him because everybody else didn't like Aaron Rodgers? Where it was more like a Brett Brown scenario of it doesn't matter if nobody likes one player, if two players don't like each other. It's your job to make it work as a coach, and you failed there, and now he doesn't have an Aaron Rodgers to fall back on. He doesn't have anybody of that level to fall back on outside of maybe Zeke, but if Zeke's coughing it up, McCarthy's going to look even worse come to the end of the year. As he should. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the guy that he'd have to fall back on is hurt. That's the quarterback. I mean, that would be the guy he'd try to lean on and use his leadership in the locker room through the quarterback. But that guy's uh, that guy's hurt. You know, and, and, you know, just long story long, you know, that organization from the top up, you know, Jerry Jones is a clown. You know, he – you know, the way he tries to run that, like he's a guru as far as, you know, knowing how to pick draft picks and things of that nature. And he's running everything the right way. It's, it's, it's doomed to fail anyways. You got to get guys that understand the game in there who understand, you know, what 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 this team needs to value. And, and it's not necessarily a dollar. It's more so, you know, the talent level that you bring and talent that you can use that won't be counterproductive to, you know, your whole chemistry in that locker room. And, you know, I think that's where, you know, sometimes you can do it too far a lot of the Eagles, but you can also get it to a point where, you know, you get a nice little blend. And that's when you win Super Bowls, like in 2017. Wow. I don't know, Barrett. I don't know. Jerry Jones, he gets out that Johnny Walker blue on a Saturday night and watches the SEC and he does his <laughs> scouting. What do you think? He Love it. That, that's Love how it. I found Dak in the fourth round anyway. <laughs> I didn't mean to step on your Jones. That's all right. Go ahead. No, it's okay. It's, that know, was good, though, man. It's that was okay. pretty good. No, it's a great one. And, and it needs to make a routine appearance <laughs> on this show, by all means. I'm curious, what's his go-to show, do you think? Like, think about this. And, and I ask in this with the backdrop of, did anybody ever think they would see live on a documentary video on the NFL Network a shot of Bill Belichick in his office laughing his ass off while listening to a tape of the Jerky Boys. Like, at no point in my life did I ever no. think that would be a reality, right? Oh, wow, Bill Belichick, of all people, stiff, rigid, rah, rah, rah. Bill mm-hmm. Belichick is l- relaxing, if you will, 
with the tape of the Jerky Boys. What do you think Jerry Jones' go-to non-sports television program is? Uh, I like the King of Queens. <laughs> that Arthur. I, lo- that I Arthur. love that. I love that Leah Remini. <laughs> you I mean, you, that's that's perfect too, man. Because he already said he um, he was in the shower thinking about Des. Oh, wow. <laughs> now do that one in his voice. <laughs> in, in the shower, thinking, consuming thoughts. No, I can't. I can't do it. That's that's horrible, man. But yeah, that's what he said. I mean, he said it. I didn't. Wow. Wait a second. I, I, you know, King. I get that the King of Queens is on three different networks locally here Mm -hmm. on Philadelphia Television. So I have that on the DVR, and I have the choice of watching it on CMT, which is Country Music Television, TV Land, or the local CW affiliate here. I like, right. Networks carry the King of Queens, so I get that it's a popular program, Harry. But I really, think- I watch, I watch that show Reba. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> that's a show. That's that's it right there. There Reba. it is, Reba McIntyre. She got great boobs. <laughs> Hold on a second, huh? Reba. Is that show still on the air? It's on one of those like country music television kind yes. of networks. It's on, like my wife watches it sometimes. It'll be on, and right. I'm like, I don't even know what network this is. What does she do outside of collect checks from a syndicated show? Is she still making music, like actively making music? She doesn't need to. She doesn't need she's to. Right. I know she's legend. Don't get me wrong. She is legend. But I'm just curious, like, what is she doing right now? Yeah, we need Ron Culver to cue up the song Fancy. Well, actually, Ron is out for the final hour. We have oh, the- he is? Yeah, we have the great Jose in here. Jose produces the following show pushing the odds jose from norristown it produces oh. the show no yo uh, 10 times <laughs> what up yo what up <laughs> i don't even know like think about it jose's younger than all of us so i don't i have no idea what the hell song you're talking about i can guarantee jose has no idea what song you're no talking question about. jose don't mind us bro don't mind us at all well he's already <laughs> used to my nonsense so adding two more knuckleheads is <laughs> what's the song though harry so jose- fancy Fancy. Is yeah. that Reba's go-to song? It's a big hit. It's a. It's the story is about a uh, a mother who sends her daughter out to hook. Oh, that's up Jerry Jones' aisle, right? Exactly. There. So you think he's got? All right. So let's. She come on the party bus. He's full Reba right now. <laughs> he's rocking fancy on his way from his mansion to the practice facility. Right. If he gets home. He'll sit down and watch a double dose of Reba. Not bad, man. I think you've just identified Jerry Jones Day in a nutshell. <laughs> Get on your radio show in the morning, throw mm-hmm. your star quarterback under the bus, head out to the tra- training facility where you know you cash a couple of checks. On your way, you got fancy. He's probably got fancy on repeat, right? Right. Just play that fancy over and over again till we get there. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm look at it. I'm actually looking at it. Oh my goodness. She's got the red hair rocking right uh-huh. now, and it's on, you know, and, and she's got the red dress on. This is a live uh, on the Country Music Awards. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play the song, though, but I'm just saying I, I, well, I see her. She is right now 65, and she looks fantastic. She looks great. She, is she 65? Yes. Yeah. Wow, yeah, she is. As and she kissed my cheek. Well, look, her sitcom lasted from 01 to 07. It's a pretty she, good run. Yeah, she was nominated for a Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. She's the, almost the in my wheelhouse. Good. Yeah, I mean the, the show is good. I mean, I laugh. Wait, you a know, second. she has some funny things in there. 
you've seen that you don't have to lie for the purpose bro of i've seen her show before man i've seen the show because she had um uh it was like she had a sister and a brother-in-law and all, all yeah. intertwined in it yeah i saw yeah. It before yeah yeah I i've seen it before you in jim thorpe pa before i would have placed you on the couch watching <laughs> What the bro, I watched it, man. I'm telling you, man. I watched it a couple. I mean, it is, you know, that it turned out to be pretty good. You know, I'm changing the channel and I, and I see, you know, I'm sitting there and, you know, you're looking at doing something else. And all of a sudden, you you know, you leave it on that channel for a little bit. And the next thing you know, it pulls you in. It that's just pulls got, you in. Okay. See, I recognize that because that's how I got my wife to at least accept King of Queens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, wear down and wear down at some point. It's like, okay, well, then, you know. It's almost like the bell Pavlovian in that sense. It's the middle voice.com <laughs> sports map radio as well throughout all sports map radio platforms live locally at the Fritz and B and Cooley studios in Philadelphia. Here's how you get us 800-224-2004. Put that number up there for you as well. If you're following along on the stream, then you can see it again at Shander show for me at a Harry Mays to you at B Brooks, seven, two NBCS. We'll touch a little more on the week in the NFL. We touched a little bit on the break on the stream on the return of the Big Ten specifically and where we're seeing a couple of these games this weekend. Thursday, as you know, it's Thursday night football. So there's going to be so much on that game specifically with our insight locally here that we figure between Thursday, also Friday being a heavy NFL football Friday, we'll jam in some college discussion with the return of the Big Ten coming up. So again, you're listening to The Middle, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle and Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right, two minutes. We're back with the network. Man, that Reba thing, man, we, we got to get that up there for people. That was hilarious. <laughs> I can't believe you dropped Reba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. From now to nowhere, man. That was just, you know. And then, hold on, hold on. How about Aton? You thinking I didn't watch the show? I mean, oh. I, I did watch the show. <laughs> you got me. You got me. I'm like, there's just no way in hell. I thought you were running a bit or something. Like, no way in hell you've seen that show. Get out of here. I haven't seen it. I, I mean, I I know it exists at all, but I don't think I ever sat. Yeah, man. And it. I watched it on a couple occasions. You know, it's it's you know it's it's, it's good television, man. I mean. Good people, man. You could tell they're good people. Who's on that show? I'm not good with you know. You guys are good with names. I'm not good with names at all. I could you know. I don't like you know. 
actors and things of that nature. Uh, you're getting ripped, Barrett. What do you say? On Twitter about the picture. Um, sarcastic Bill checks in. He says, Harry Mays TU wins because he's doing it like a man. Hashtag no gloves. You have the gloves on holding up the fish. Oh, you can't have the, that a violation of the Oh, oh I, I guess I didn't I didn't go in with my inner fish, you know, and, and, and take the whole wild experience with it with the you know fish, you know, flip-flopping and all that stuff. I, you gotta I, get I, that right. blood on your hands. Right, right. I I, I should have, man. I should have. Now look, look. <laughs> hey, I should have ate his heart and everything, right? There you go. <laughs> you, gotta put those, you gotta put those fish back up. That's great. Right, we're back in that. I gotta put those fish for more people to see him. It's hilarious. Mm. There's Barrett. You're listening to the second level on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios with way more than the scores. Here's Aton Shander. Alongside Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, locked in the middle here, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, how you can watch us. And, of course, you can hear us across all Sports Map radio platforms all around the spot. Now, remember, one thing to keep an eye on is I, I don't know if we can physically play any of those songs like no. YouTube stuff because YouTube will flag us right. and take us down, right? We can't. Yeah, we can't do it. Oh, that's terrible. I, I think there might be like a six or seven second limit or something, but that's not even worth it. No, no. not at all. No. I didn't. Really- it was worth it because, you know, she's worth it, but yeah, the song's not worth it. <laughs> that's I, I, I just saw this on Twitter. The Vigot Twitter feed put up the fantasy quarterback point leaders list through week six okay, in well, the NFL. Hold on. Let's think about this here. Because I haven't seen it. Barrett hasn't seen it. Ah, I didn't see it. Now, we mm-hmm. haven't seen it yet. So right. let's think this through here. The number one fantasy gainer in the NFL so far. Quarterback. Would, yes, quarterback. I'm gonna Point guess, leader. Yeah. I'm going to guess it's Kyler Murray. Correct. Correct. I was <laughs> correct. You're like Arthur. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, he's, he's up. One, I would have said Russell. 158.48, just nosing out the second guy. Who's the second guy? Barrett. Russell? Yeah, Russell? Russell? No. Russell. Hmm. No, I think it's actually – well, here's the thing. How many games has Dak truly missed? One and a half, right? Um, He's on the list in the top ten. Okay, top ten. Yeah. I'm going to say Matt Ryan, number two. Matt Ryan is not in the top ten. Really? Correct. Wow, I'm way off. It's not Rodgers? Rodgers would be a good one. Nope. He did throw the two picks. Nope. So we're looking across the board now. I mean, think it's an obvious one. Don't try to reinvent the wheel here. No, don't try. So think of this, Barrett. We haven't named an obvious one. Mm -hmm. Despite throwing Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen. Uh, He's number three. Okay, he's number three. So there's somebody in between Kyler Murray and Josh Allen right now as the second leading fantasy quarterback. And I think you've got us both stuck. Is there a name that comes to mind, Barrett, that we haven't mentioned? Because I think we could always go with the GOAT, Brady, but 
No, no. I don't think it's Brady. He's .02 behind Kyler Murray. So he's right there behind Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. This is this is going to bother me. I know you're going to give us the answer because this is painful. If it should bother you. But, yeah, it's bothering me right now that I'm missing an obvious answer right here, especially because we've seen – a lot of good play across the board. So, okay, let me think this through. Um, I can't believe this, and I'm giving you this is much it, is time. It, is it Ben? Yes. Ben Roethlisberger. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I, you know, that's, I, that's too damn obvious, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I thought that he would be below. Maybe I just didn't think he was having as great of a year fantasy-wise. But Oh, that's, they just ran the ball last week, or he'd be number one mm-hmm. if he hadn't ran the ball last they week. They would. You're that's right. That's a really good point. Okay. Now, who who else is in there? We've talked about on this show is in the top ten. Um, gave the guy a lot of love. Wow, not we've only done two and a half shows, guys. We've only done two and a half shows. The guy's got a lot of love so far from us, mm-hmm. and he's not a name that we've already mentioned, correct? Correct. Now we're running he's, out of guesses here. He's number eight on the list. Number one in your heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bearded one. Fitzpatrick, oh, magic. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic is number eight. It's magic, and he comes in right ahead of Ryan Tannehill, who's Aton's favorite player right now in the league. But guess who is number ten? Dak. No, Dak's five. Oh wow, five. Yeah, you would, yeah. You would say yeah. He's only missed one game, so he would probably be up there for sure. Probably somebody like Nick Foles or, or somebody like completely no, out. No, not Nick. Well, Lamar Jackson's number seven. That's the only other name that we haven't mentioned. Okay, but to be fair, Lamar's not had a great year throwing the football, at least from a statistical standpoint. Okay. And and you you wouldn't think this guy does either. Gardner Minshew. Carson Wentz. No. Ten? Yes. Number 10. All of those with turnovers, a, though? I'm just saying. Think about what he's working with. Right. Through these games and a couple of the teams that he's played in Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and he's number 10. The Rams aren't that bad either on defense. Right. Yeah, but that's the thing with Goff is they're not really throwing the ball deep down the field. So I would I would be shocked if Goff were up there. When can, you guys, can you guys see this? I guess you can't see it because of my green screen. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, but, just, yeah. Text me the picture. We'll put it up. Yeah, there. I will. Text the email pic. Come on. Eric. Let's do this. Is that just so? Where where is Russell Wilson on that? Yeah, where you haven't even. He was number four. I said he's number four. four. Yeah, yeah. I was getting concerned too. I'm thinking, wait a second, are we missing Russ in that top ten? Because that doesn't seem right. We'd have to. No, it's Murray, Mahomes, Allen, Wilson, Prescott, Watson. We forgot Deshaun Watson. He's number six. Lamar Jackson, uh, uh, Fitzmagic, Tannehill, Wentz. That's the top ten. I just sent you the the uh, pick. All right, so here's here's what you have to do, and it's just like applying it if you were taking a bet or something like these lines. Every week you have to identify it's a Venn diagram. So every week when you're playing these tournaments, and I, I was able to do it off the advice of a former producer here mm-hmm. in Brendan Riley. He helped me win two leagues or two tournaments last year, I should say. So it's big money if you're winning these DraftKings things. And it's all about the stack, but you have to create the Venn diagram, right? You have to stack somebody like Ryan Tannehill, Brown, and maybe Henry or, or the tight end in Smith. You take three guys, two to three guys on one team, and then you take what you think will be the best player on the other team. So if it's a shootout and it's two teams putting up 35-plus points each, you're covered. 
So that is the first step. But then you have to find the quarterbacks or the team to stack that not everybody's playing, right? Because mm-hmm. if it's like a DraftKings or some tournament that you know well, everybody and their mother is going to play Patrick Mahomes, is going to play. Kelsey. Exactly. These, these big stacks. Mm-hmm. So you have to find the low-owned, high-produced stacks. And that list actually is a pretty good indication because you think a lot of people would be stacking Carson Wentz this week, right? From yeah, a you would think so. Because yep. they're taking on such a brutal Giants defense. Mm-hmm. Who would you put? Who would you put in there? Who would you stack him with? Fulgham and uh, uh, Deshaun. Yeah. So what I would do is, if you were going to run the Wentz stack, you would run Carson Wentz. You definitely put Travis Fulgham in there. A third Eagle oof. gets a little tough. It gets tough now. Ward Junior. Mm. It's not bad. Him, then you add that three, and then who's the giant that you run back in it? Slayton? The guy Probably. with the best opportunity to put up numbers against the Eagles? Either that or Ingram. Jones' favorite target. Ingram is Ingram is actually yeah. a better. And the Eagles are not good against the tight end. No. So no, yeah, get a, Ingram good. against Nate Gary? You kidding yeah. me? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Mays provided right there. That's your stack of the week. I think a lot of people would downplay Carson Wentz in the stack. We might have won some people some money this week. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be stuck on Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and all of these beat Russell Wilson. Well, why don't you play? Take the lesser known road, right? Take the lesser trail. Right. Case. If I could butcher Frost for a second here. But I think that's the way to go, man. That's a crazy list you have. I man, I'm looking I'm looking forward to this Pittsburgh Tennessee game, man. More so than Thursday night football. We have a game first. I know. You can't bypass Thursday night football. I'm not bypassing it. Looking forward to Sunday. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this this is a Sunday that I get to sit back and watch NFL football right. all day. All right, we're back in three other network. It's the middle. Phillyboys.com. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Is that what we're doing? We're really stacking Kroom with Carson Wentz and Travis Bolgum? Kroom, LOL. Berserker Swordsman. I love it. <laughs> I, I honestly, though, I, I mean, that's a sneak play right there. It's not going to be Richard Rogers. No. Who else is going to? I mean, Deshaun? Do you think Deshaun has a huge game? Like you said, he could be out on the third play. 
Yeah, I, I just I, I don't know what to do. And I could see him reaching for that hamstring on the third play of the game. Corey Clement had 100 yards in the Super Bowl mm. receiving. They might run some screen plays, yeah, draws. There. Now, I wonder if they do throw to, to Corey a bunch this game. Mm-hmm. And your boy Boston Scott, man. Dump truck, I don't know. Dump truck. That's, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. That's such a rough call on the guy. <laughs> Dump truck. All right, I got a show I got to run by you. See if you guys are in or out. All right, is this uh, Jerry Jones? No, this this will be like uh, this will be like the Lebetard show when they go to the old man to play see or no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we should rip off that. Yeah, we should. See. All right, so we're back in forty. Red Sox fans, Mookie Betts. Just looking to see if there's anything here. I think we covered a lot, man. Tour Tora hypercar reached an average speed of 316 miles per hour. I mean, what the hell's the point of that? You'll never be able to drive that fast. No. Not even going from Cali to Vegas. <laughs> Especially if they know that car exists, they'll be popped up waiting to get you. Mm-hmm. Here we go. We're back in five. Scratching beneath the surface, it's the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. All right, Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, it's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle, of course, all SportsMap Radio platforms. Talked a lot about the issues down in Dallas. We keep getting you ready for this big, humongous, gigantic, Thursday night football game and only the way that we can. I think one of the highlights we've talked, uh, you know, you got a chance if you are, and I'm going to do this one more time for everybody out there who's watching on the stream right now, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And you can see the battle of tuna as that's the tuna that Barrett caught. This is the tuna that Harry caught again, Barrett's fish, Harry's fish. And this opened up a huge conversation just about <laughs> fishing and snatching tuna and exposing me, of course, as somebody who's definitely ignorant of all fishing matters. Now, I know, Harry, you've got a show that you want to throw at us. Yeah. Curious for the radio audience who has rejoined us and heard us break down the day to day TV watching habits of Jerry Jones. Is this show under the Jerry Jones watch list? Um, it, it might be because as Reba is a ginger, there is a very popular ginger female as the lead in this show. Hmm. Now what channel? It's HBO. It's a new HBO. Um, it's actually HBO max. Yes. It's one, something like that after it, right? Yeah. It's got something, it's got something else on it. Now, I haven't seen, I don't know about you guys, I haven't watched it, clearly Harry, but I haven't watched Barrett, an HBO show since the end of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It was just such an off-putting waste of my time. That Game I, of Thrones? Yeah, yes. It the was great. And everything. Well, but you're talking about the end. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. Long, painful dragging out of the end. But with that should have ended when, I, when Ice King died. The show should have been over after that. Thank Bam. you. Mm-hmm. Drag that sucker out. Yep. So I'm, I admit that I haven't been back to HBO since, and I'm sure that there's been some great programming on here. So 
whatever show you're about to mention, I come in probably as ignorant as I do with the fishing conversation, just to let you know that. All right. Well, this, this is going to premiere, I believe this Sunday night. It oh, hasn't started out. yet. It didn't, didn't start yet. I just want to know if you're in or out. Oh, I thought you've seen the show and you had a huge synopsis of it. No, no, I have a synopsis of the plot or the, you know, the premise, <laughs> but I have not seen any of it. I just want to know if this would interest you because I need a new show. A lot of people that listen need new shows, right? We're a new show. Yes. Right? Yes. It's called The Undoing. Have you heard anything about this? The Undoing. Let me look it up. No. Nicole Kidman. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's all it took. I'm in. I, I love me some Nicole Kidman. Hey, come on. You know that Jerry has, like, he's so rich that he's paying somebody to watch TV mm-hmm. for years of stuff to then go back and tell him what to watch. So you know somebody came up and said, all right, Jerry, Mr. Jones, I've got a couple of shows for you. The first one has Nicole Kidman. I'm in. Yeah. Right? Like, count me, count me in. <laughs> all right. Hugh Grant plays her husband. Uh, that That's a tough one for me to balance right now. I am out on Hugh Grant. Why? Uh, something about his face is off-putting to me. I'm sure I do the same to a lot of people. All right. I recognize the irony. What? Saying that. He, uh, Hugh Grant, there's something about him. He's, he's just off-putting to me. You're anti-Brit. No, no, I'm big. I am huge when it comes to British programming. All right. I am the only one here that could probably go deep into the annals of BBC programming and drop references that you've never heard of. Hmm. But when it comes to, I, I don't know, there's something about Hugh Grant himself that's just, all right, but look, I'm willing to, all I'm right. willing to listen. Uh, Donald Sutherland is in this flick. Ooh. All right, now I'm back in. Pretty strong, right? Yes. All right, The Undoing follows Grace Frazier, which is Nicole Kidman's character, who is, quote, living the only life she ever wanted for herself. Successful therapist. It's like your mom, right, Aton? Yes. Uh, she's on the brink of publishing her first book, has a devoted husband, a young son who attends an elite private school. This sounds like your life. Um, weeks before the book is published, a big chasm opens in her life, a violent death, a missing husband, um, and a chain of terrible revelations. Are you interested in that? No, no, because I, I don't No, I don't, I don't, I don't watch stuff like that. <laughs> nope. You're 100% out on it. There's no way like. Now, I, the problem with it is where what's the HBO like? What's going to be so HBO about it? You think uh, David Kelly's producing it? What's the name of it again? The it's Val- called The Undoing. Oh, undoing. Sorry, not the Val- The Undoing. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look terrible. You know, no, Barrett. No. Out. We just lost Barrett. Barrett. What if Jaws call? Barrett was so <laughs> disgusted with you bringing up The Undoing. <laughs> That he couldn't even wait until the end of the show. He just thought, this is it. Like, if this is what I signed up for, Harry Ace bringing up god-awful HBO shows, then I'm out. Well, here's the other thing. Do you think the boss lady was watching the stream upstairs and saw something that she didn't like him doing on the show and came down and pulled the plug? Are they connected to HBO in some regard? I don't know. No, he's back. There he is. What the heck happened? What happened? We're so I don't know. We thought Jaws called you. Right. <laughs> like, look, I don't even have time to tell the fellas right now. I got to go back out. Jaws found a new fishing hole for me on hole 13. Right? I got a jet. 
<laughs> either that, Barrett, or you were so disgusted with this show that Harry brought up that you thought, I can't even stick around for the final 15. Just get me out of here. I don't know what happened, man. <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, see, that's what I get for clicking stuff. You just stop clicking stuff and just right. let stuff be. That's what it is. So a therapist's life unravels after she learns that her husband might be responsible for a widespread disaster. Mm -hmm. And that's where we begin. We're oh, I might be in on that then. I might be in on that. I didn't get, I didn't get out. See, Harry, so, he, he made it sound more eloquent than you did, man. Mm. He, he uh, made it sound better. That's what he does. Here. Well, hold on a second. What, what, what about what you said is that much different, right? Because I mean, it's pretty much the same description you gave. No, because he said that um, just a, 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 a what do you say, a cataclysm, chasm. A, a cataclysm event interrupts your life. I'm like, I have plenty of those every day. I'm always putting out <laughs> dumpster fires. You know, I don't need nobody else's problem. But, you know, now that you said, you know, it, it's, you know, she's trying to, you know, her husband disappears because he might have, um, Started you a know, disaster. Yeah, started a disaster or a pandemic or some, you know, something like that. I, I'm, I'm in with that. Then I'm All good right. with that. Well, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna watch it. There are only six episodes. Out. I know it's a mini series. A mini series, and, and these are, I imagine, hour long episodes, right? Probably. So what's it called again? The Undoing. The Undoing. The Undoing. New York, Kingston, New York, which is upstate New York. Mm -hmm. They planned filming on Shelter Island, but residents said no. Now, who's going to say no to getting a glimpse at Nicole Kidman? I know. You know, that, <laughs> like, you know what? This is like the guy who complains that the bar is having ladies night. Mm -hmm. It's not an equal thing that there should be guys night, even though every night. At the every bar night's guys night. Exactly right. Like who in their right mind would complain that Nicole Kidman, of all people, is coming to town? That must watch, must watch television. You're watching people make television. Now, do you like her in the red kinky hair that orders? Do you like her in that when she does that sort of blonde, blonde hair? Yeah. You like that better? Uh, What's she most famous being blonde in? Because I don't I know her. Uh, is it The Others, right? The Others, yeah. That was a pretty good That was a pretty good flick, yeah. It the was others. Good. And I don't see, that's got supernatural stuff. You weren't out on that, Barrett. No, I'm good with that. I like supernatural stuff. Okay. But I'm gonna tell you guys the truth. I'm just a I'm a Motor Trend guy, man. I, I I watch car stuff all day. I get cussed out by all my kids. I'm like, Dad, why are you watching? They're just putting something together. I, I'm I'm learning while I'm watching TV. They don't get that learning comes with watching TV. I learn how to fix cars. I watch it. So they're out on it, man. They they kill me for it all the time. You know, I, I like to build stuff. You're like a motorhead. Yeah, I love building cars. You know, I told you right now, I'm building a '72 Bronco. Really? Um, yeah, rebuilding re from scratch. You know, I, I, I've a uh, frame off um, restoration. Um, I mean, I did everything. It's, it it's probably only had twenty percent of the of the um, parts that I bought when I bought the original car. It's only twenty percent mm -hmm. there that was there. Everything else is like brand new. Wow. You know, suspension, everything, motor. Is it a Say long, it again. How long does that take you to rebuild something like that? I'm actually. I'm be. actually a year and a half into this project, a year and a half, and I still have probably like probably eight more months to go. Wow. Yeah, I like that body design of those old Broncos. Yeah, back in the yeah, day. yeah, yeah. Well, see, you know, my wife, she has a a Jeep, and I get mm -hmm. in it, and I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm just, you know, a clown. They just squeezed into a clown car, and, but I like the fact you take the doors off and the, you know, things. So I was like, all right, I need something like that. So I saw a Bronco. 
Mm-hmm. And I got inside the Bronco and it was big enough for me. So I went in and I was going to buy a Bronco, you know, that was already made up. And it was like $120,000 for a totally redone Bronco. They wanted $125,000. And that was at the base model. Hmm. That's what I got. All the gifts and gadgets weren't in it. So I said, all right, I'm going to do it myself since I like to work on cars. So I went out and bought it. I paid like, you know, six grand for it. And it was a piece of junk, man. I mean, it didn't have any seats in it, had an old straight six in it, you know, uh, you know, three on the tree and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I went out, I got a, you know, a, a crate motor, a, um, a boss 302 crate motor. I'm putting wow. in it, you know, fuel injection, you know, you now know, is EFI. this that bucket seats or do you had the big bench seat? I bought the bucket seats. Yeah, I'm putting in it, bucket, right? and nice. they pushed it all the way back so I could fit in it. You know, I got I got uh, my shifter. I even you know made a little. I made a bracket for my shifter to bring it out a foot and bring it up a foot, so I'll be I'll be able to you know be comfortable in it. I brought my steering wheel out like a you know six inches. You know, so it's going to be customized for me. Like nobody else will be able to drive the car except mm-hmm. for me and Shaq, and you know. <laughs> You know, people like that. You know what I mean? Like, you guys don't have a snowball chance in hell of driving it. You know, no. you guys would be lost in it. That's fair. You wouldn't let us uh, hang with you anyway. So that's- I would, man. Like, I'm going to come pick you guys up. We're going to do the show from from uh, Wildwood one day, man. And, you know, take the top off and we rolling in the, in the the on the beach and everything. Just make sure there's a talent fee for Harry. Otherwise exactly. <laughs> that day. <laughs> if I got to go to Jersey, it's going to have to be a significant talent. Too. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right. I want to bring back before we get out of here for those who missed it in hour one and who have been watching and paying attention throughout the day. More people are reacting ahead of time to some comments made by Joe Judge. And we also have one of the largest anticipated margins of victory in the NFL in a little bit. So we'll hit on those two things. We probably should hit a little bit. I know we did it in the stream. Sometimes it gets lost as far as what we did on the stream versus what we did for the radio audience. But we should slide in a little bit of what to expect this Saturday as we have the return of a pretty big conference, one that I could actually send two teams to the playoffs for Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Amaton Chander. You are locked in the middle, the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle is how you see it. And you can listen, of course, on SportsMap Radio and all SportsMap Radio platforms. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Play Action Real weighs in on the stream. Hugh Grant started the pandemic. <laughs> I knew that guy for a reason, man. I'm telling you, I knew there was something specific about that guy. 
Now, Barrett, we've got a listener here that weighed in on Twitter. I don't know if you saw this. At Wagner underscore Brian says, nice. I'm a gearhead here, too, as well. I'm almost finished LS swapping, whatever that means, my street strip Camaro. And I'm literally listening to you guys while I'm going to go purchase a 70s CJ7. Wow. That's a Jeep, Jeep, right? Yeah. CJ7 is a Jeep. But if he took a put an LS, I wonder what size LS he put it in. You know, LS4, LS3. Like I have, I have an Impala. I have an old Impala. Um, like it's not old. The '95 Impala. It has an LS1 in it. And I wanted to, you know, do a couple upgrades to that, man. But I just left it stop. But my, uh, my Jeep, my, uh, my Bronco. I can't wait till it's done, man. Because I have three inch lift on it. Um, you know, I, I like I said, I, I put, um, I put all electronic door windows. I'm putting all electronic windows and all that stuff. Man. And it's gonna be almost like a, a new car. But with that old body style, because they have a new one, they have a new one out. This came yeah. out this year, this summer. Mm-hmm. They're nice too, but it's nothing like that, Bronco. And I'm painting orange. I want a hugger orange nice. with a black top on it. Hugger orange. I can't wait until it's done. Yeah, I think they brought the new Bronco out on the same yeah. day that OJ's birthday was. Right. Right. <laughs> Remember that? It looks. They it looks did. <laughs> put that message up earlier and he's right i mean the new bronco looks legit man mm-hmm. it does man it does it really does uh like energy efficient i think too so they're probably getting a yep. whole new demo with that sucker all right we're back in 20 seconds here we got about three minutes and we can hit overtime i want to i want to know what's going what kind of motor he's going to put in it and a yeah, cj that's a good question i don't know here we go Scratching beneath the surface, it's the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. Quote of the day, alongside, of course, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, it's the middle. The middle can be seen on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Heard across all SportsMap Radio platforms, including, of course, our good friends down at Atlantic City of 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio. So... I don't know if you guys caught this real quick. This just came out two minutes, so we were in break when it did. But according to Odell Beckham Jr., COVID-19, quote, is not going to enter this body. It's a mutual respect, end quote. (laughs) Now, he had some illness last week, right? And had to leave the practice facility for a couple of days. And they said he took a COVID test. It was negative. And I'm thinking, like, if you buy the stories that uh, came out just before the season started with the the ex-girlfriend saying what some of his fetishes were. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID yeah, yeah. is the least of his worries. There's so much bacteria <laughs> in him. Like, it could be anything going on there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know? That now no. that's a great point. <laughs> yep. Everybody is retweeting this thing left and right right now. I can't retweet that. That's um, not in an air. Let me read you the whole quote from Ben Axelrod. Mm. Quote, not in an arrogant way, but I don't think COVID can get to me. I don't think it can get to this body. There's a mutual respect. <laughs> <laughs> this oh. in, man. I want to hear this guy talk about everything. I want to hear his <laughs> opinions on Jeffrey Tubin. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you they're going to be insightful. Seriously, more so than anybody covering the issue of Jeffrey, too. But I can promise you that I'd rather hear from Odell Beckham Jr. than the post or the news. 
Would you want to be on a Zoom call with Odell Beckham Jr.? More so than Ruben, yes. <laughs> Are you Those kidding me? Options. Could you trust? Honestly, could you trust Jeffrey Tubin again on a Zoom call? I never knew who Jeffrey Tubin was until two days ago. Me neither. Yeah. I don't Me know. Barrett, Barrett, first off, I found out Barrett watched Reba. So I don't yeah. want to say he knows or doesn't know anybody anymore. I was taken aback by that. But I can't imagine the three of us were familiar with Jeffrey Tubin no. before he was caught <laughs> exposing himself on his. But think about that. Like, let's say you're an employer, fellow employee, uh, is two, and then you get the memo. And you look at who's on the email for the next Zoom call, and there you see Tubin's email. Would mm-hmm. you abstain from the Zoom call? Uh, I would recuse myself, <laughs> to use a legal term. I'd rather, you know, let's get Reba on a Zoom call. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, she can expose her uh, stuff. That's fine. Zoom with Odell Beckham, Zoom with Reba. I'd rather Zoom with Jerry Jones than Tubin. Who's Zoom and who? <laughs> But is this like a scandal or something? Like, what made him want to do it on the Zoom call? I don't understand. I have no idea. He, he's deranged. He is he a warrior? He probably thought the camera wasn't on. Even still, voyeurism. Yeah, he yes, he's wrapped up in voyeurism, and he got caught. Oh wow. my goodness! Been oh, I can't doubt this is. And, and I, I just looked him up. Yes, you just looked him up. And you looked, you just looked him up. Yes, you didn't get the full frontal. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully when you look them up, you, you got just like a, a reverse pick or something along those lines. Jeez. My goodness. Now, I, did you see the the Giants might get Sterling Shepard back for Thursday night? Okay, well Ooh. then, who would you play in the stack? Would you play Slayton or would you play Shepard? I'd still Slayton. play Engram. Oh, yeah, Engram. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, he was the he was the right one to go. But you said Barrett Slayton. Yeah, hey, that's, his, that's his right-hand man. I mean, him and Jones have a connection. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.